0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Salaam and welcome to the Halftime Show on Pulse95 Radio with your boy Omar Duri live in the heart of Sharjah. Coming up on today's show, Mohamed Al Marzugi. Now, he holds the position of the director of the championship at the prestigious Abu Dhabi World Pro Jiu-Jitsu Championship. Now, at the moment now, it happens to be the it sport in the country, but also around the world with all the stuff that's happening. One of the largest and most prominent events in the global jiu-jitsu calendar is here in the UAE. And with over seven years of dedicated service in this capacity, Mohammed's contributions have played a crucial role in the Federation's numerous achievements. We'll be discussing about the recent success with all the athletes from the UAE competing and winning championships around the world. That's coming up next on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Alduri,
1: on, 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 on. Impulse 95,
0: 95. 95. Salam and welcome to the halftime show with your boy Omar Adouri in Impulse 95 Radio in the heart of Sharjah. What an absolute pleasure it is to have the next guest on the show. Mohammed Marzugi is here on the show live, and we are so delighted to have him. Mohammed, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure to, to be with you, Omar.
0: Muhammad, now being the director of the chapter of the Abu Dhabi Pro Jiu Jitsu um, Federation is is a is a huge thing. Tell me about what's happening right now because it seems to be what everyone is talking about.
1: Um, it's uh, it's the it's it's a crown event, let's say, on the Jiu Jitsu uh, Map. Uh, we are hosting seven thousand players. From one hundred and twenty seven countries, we are hosting more than twenty five thousand spectators, and we are also welcoming more than four thousand players from out of the Emirates coming here just to join the Abu World Cup. So, it's um, I think it's um, um. Let me phrase it in a proper way. Uh it's a challenge but it's um it's an honor uh, to uh, welcome and host all those players who believe in the Dhabi world tour and who aims to be uh, uh, awarded with all those uh, medals
0: it seems to be now that the uae is recognized for not just hosting all the best but competing at the highest level with the best, you've been in the industry for a while now. What has changed for us to reach this level?
1: Well, we have um, planned to be um, uh, as a leading sport not only in the UAE, even regional, international, through multiple or various activities. First is to organize championships uh, in the UAE and in the region. Second is to host international championships in coordination with the international federations, etc. And third is to participate uh, uh, through our national team into various international uh, events uh, which is mainly uh, represented by countries. And so we... Uh, studied the uh, participations very well and we went ahead and saw where are our weaknesses and how can we overcome them especially in the sports um, there are multiple factors that affects the uh, the journey of the player and how can we ensure that the player is uh, successful and he gets all those medals and he gets awarded and it's continuous it's not a a day or just once it's how to be uh, how to create a first, second and third generation of national teams who will always raise the flag high
0: You mentioned challenges and you mentioned the journey <clears throat> and it really made me think of we only see the end product we don't see all the things you do behind the scenes. What sorts exactly. of things do you encounter behind the scenes?
1: Well, uh, first of all, we were mandated by the uh, by the board of directors uh, to ensure that the experience of the player is, is as an experience when you reach a, or you arrive at a hotel. You get welcomed, you get cheering, you get directed, smiles are all over the place and you have a really nice experience. And the reason behind this is that the player who arrives from out of the country who just gets to the country to participate into the championship that experience will either let him to come back again and get his friends and get other club members and get other family members to join or it's just once for all. Hmm. So the challenge was here is, first of all, is to coordinate with the 4,000-plus players who are coming from out of the room, flight times, arrival times, whom they are coming with, whom they are accompanied with, where are they staying, and any challenges they face, any uh, logistical arrangements that we can uh, assist that was a challenge. Also, um, the the idea behind that was, okay, if if the 4,000 players are coming, they're not coming alone. They're either coming with uh, friends, family members, coaches, colleagues. So there will be more than 4,000 coming. So the 4,000 plus for, for joining, they will need at least... Some entertainment area outside to spend the whole day here in the championship. Not only just to join the fights and leave. So we had them to uh, well plan uh, uh, an entertainment uh, um, say area outside. On okay, say that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I have a family of five members, and I'd like to. Uh, come to the championship, one of my uh, sons, for example, is competing. So, what are the others going to do? And what I will be doing with my family after my son is, is done with the competition. So, we worked with our partners at the Department of Culture and Tourism to organize uh, something called the First fitness District. Which has, uh, food trucks, entertainment areas, games, puzzles, uh, recovery rooms, uh, uh, boxing ranges, you know, all of those stuff in order to be equipped with, um, entertainment, uh, facilities for all the guys who are just joining. So, I can say that the challenge was that you you don't just organize a, a sport competition. you organize sport and entertainment and a destination for the players.
0: It must be nice to to see the how impressed they are when you provide, like you said, not just the sporting occasion, but the empathy and the consideration of the family and what they do. When you said to me earlier, like some people, they love it. They want to come back. And some people, maybe they don't. I doubt anyone will not want to come back
1: <laughs> after everything that you guys do. We, have, we hope so, actually. And uh, we made sure that we did some quality checks and feedbacks. We went and asked them, uh, how was your experience? How was your day here? How was your... Um, yes, there are some points to, be, uh, uh, to work on. To have it on a better scale but overall i would say um they're they're happy mm. the experience was very good and um, we have we have 127 nationalities um we have people coming from australia uk from the us from Colombia. so it's you know uh, about 24 hours of flying mm. you want to make sure that after that long flight there they reached a a comfortable place Mm. you know not only a comfortable place but also a comfortable competition that has all the elements of uh, say um, uh, what is an expectation of that player and the families who joined here imagine if you travel abroad just for the sake to participate in an event. And um, that event really fulfilled all your travel experiences from the welcoming and from the hosting and from the direction and from the participation itself and the procedures. They are easy. You want to make sure you will come back and you want to make sure that you will talk about this if you were in school, you'll talk about this to your school, to your colleagues. If you are at work, you'll talk to your, uh, work colleagues. You'll talk to your friends. You'll talk to your club. You'll make sure that you share that experience with the others, and that was the aim: is to ensure that year by year this brand, which is the Abu Dhabi World Professional Institute Championship, expands. I'm going to give you some history. Mm. In two thousand and nine. When the championship started, because this is the 15th anniversary. When we started, it was, we had 320 players. Um, and, uh, limited, it was 16, I think, countries and, uh, the Marathi players were around 10 players. Today, you're talking about 7,000 players, 4,000 out of the UAE, 2,000. UAE nationals and you have more more than uh, 40% increase year by year on the number of participants this not only tells you that that this became a brand that the athletes trust but also has positioned Abu Dhabi and the UAE on the sporting tourism industry which is a destination yearly for the athletes to enjoy sports and tourism.
0: Wow, I mean, just the the difference in numbers that that's that's phenomenal. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're talking more with the man himself, Hamdan Mazugi on Pulse ninety five Radio. This is the halftime show with Omar Aburi. Oh, Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 Radio. What a first segment it's been already with uh, the man himself, Mohamed Demarzov, who's given us an insight on, on jiu-jitsu. Wow. Um, that's all I have to say. Just in terms of growth, in terms of what he was mentioning, what he was talking about, phenomenal. Uh, Mohamed, I-, I noticed the flag in the background. I noticed the strap. And you mentioned branding. Let me ask you this question. I I
1: hear so much about it, but why jiu-jitsu? Well, um, jiu-jitsu has a lot of values for us as humans. Uh leave the sport itself and the benefits you get from practicing sports, which is now is the the I I'd say that the the awareness are are uh, with all of us, we all know that practicing sports has very good long-term health benefits. But jujitsu has uh, instinct values, especially for the young generation. It, it just teaches them self-respect, discipline, uh, confidence, teamwork, loyalty. And that program starts jiu-jitsu. The, the Jiu-Jitsu project started back in 2004 when His Highness, Sheikh Mohammed bin Zahid Ali uh, was practicing Jiu-Jitsu along with his sons at home. And then in a TV interview, he said that I saw the impact of Jiu-Jitsu on my sons. If I will invest if I'll invest it in my home and then my sons, I am definitely going to invest it in my wider sense, which is in my country. And then the project started is to spread first the culture of sport, spread the culture of values, which coheres with the national values that we have here in the Emirates. It also teaches you very well tolerance and, and respect to the others. Uh, you know, bearing in mind that the difference in nationalities, ethnic groups, etc. Jiu-Jitsu uh, just teaches you how well you have to respect each other. Then we actually um, expanded the project to be, to have it more on, uh, to reach every home. So we started with schools. In school program. So it became part of the curriculum. And we saw actually the increase in the registrations, especially in the after school programs, and especially from the girls. The, I uh, think interge- the gender that we thought that it might have less uh, participation. And um, that's because it also added a lot of value for them. Because the girls uh, were equipped with self-defense techniques, and they became more confident, and they became they well uh, equipped with uh, self-power. Because jujitsu just teaches you how to control your opponent using his own power, not your own power. So. With that, all the whole values, I think families started to understand. Okay, it's not only sports, but it's just it's an sport plus to our kids, and they started to feel the effect on the, the academic progress and the behavior at home. Also, the kids became more and uh, let's say. More cooperative and more connected with their families. That's the effect that we have uh, witnessed from the kids who have who have practiced jujitsu.
0: It see it seems also that the like normally when other sports, when I speak to directors, when I speak to coaches, when I speak to athletes, they normally say to me. They say, uh, they say, Hamar, like, um, you have to be doing it at a certain age. But what I've noticed with Jiu-Jitsu from friends that are all over the sport, there's no set age that you need to start or finish it. H- how come there's this
1: in Jiu-Jitsu? I'll tell you. The, the term Jiu-Jitsu itself is a Japanese word which says that it is the... the the light art or the soft art ju is the art Jitsu is the light so it's a light art which suggests that this is an art which tells you how can you control your opponents without causing any harm, and hence the age group that you start is from four years old till you name it 80, Mm. no problem Depends on your reading. <laughs> um <laughs> great. Uh, we saw the surge in the Masters, actually, in the Masters category, which is 30+. plus. Yesterday, we had the uh, uh, Masters uh, uh, in the blue, purple belts. Today, we have the brown, black. And really, you see, really, so participants 50 years old, somewhat 60 years old, and they're really very fit. <laughs> so
0: impressive that is really mm-hmm. it, ma- it makes me smile when i see the different um the different age groups because it just it gives everyone hope right so whether you're a junior yeah. whether exactly. you're a senior whether you're an amateur it doesn't really
1: limit you in any way exactly exactly amazing and not only that i mean on the on the opening ceremony which was no. back in, uh last uh, thursday we had an amazing opening ceremony with uh, uh, which was uh, inaugurated by his highness Sheikh Khalid bin Ahmed bin Zayy al uh, the countenance of Abu Dhabi the, of the Abu Dhabi Executive Council. Um, and it was uh, also we were honored by the Emirati artist Simi Jasmine who has performed at the official song of the Abu Dhabi World official so it was a mix of uh, sports events art events community culture so it's a, I'm saying a comprehensive, a com- comprehensive uh, event mm.
0: fantastic let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this this is the Halftime Show with Omar
1: Adouri on ninety five.
0: Salaam and welcome to the Halftime Show. Now listen, if you were tuning in today thinking it's going to be a regular show, well, let me tell you this, it's definitely not a regular show because despite the amount of people we've had on the show regarding jujitsu from the highest of the high, we, we were learning a lot about the sport. We're learning a lot about the culture, the lessons, the discipline, and the idea, and and who better than Mohammed and Marazuki to be on the show to tell us about that, uh, Mohammed, I have to say I've really enjoyed the, our conversation so far, and I'm always learning new things. It's my pleasure, to you guys. It's, you guys have been um, fantastic with us. Um, how when you when you the more you see, you know, as you said from how it started to where it is now, uh, how do these athletes now prepare? W- what goes on behind the scenes when you're when you're kind of watching all these different um, countries, cultures, personalities coming in, has anything kind of stood out from how they prepare themselves for the big championship?
1: Well, of course, you see day by day, or year by year, we see the, the difference in the uh, technical level. You see that the competitions are becoming tougher and harder. The gold medal is is really hard to get players have to, have to, it's a must to get well prepared and to, to have a proper training program in order to pursue it. They're not going to do it by luck or chance, no way. And um, we saw more organized training camps by the clubs and by the professionals themselves. Um, and you see that uh, through their participation. We have 587 clubs registered in this championship, wow. and the club is joined by the uh, athletes, uh, the owner of the club, want to join and see how is investment going on, and you see the technical directors coming and analyzing and preparing, you know, technical maps and draws and you know and how can he defeat that uh, opponent and how he can overcome that opponent, changing strategies, techniques so you see that developing year by year and this is to be honest this is our role here into Mm. promoting the culture and also to elevate the level of the championship Mm,
0: absolutely now there's still a couple more days to come so for those who haven't had the chance um, can you tell them where they can find out information how they can come and see the, the amazing stuff you guys are doing
1: of course so um From tomorrow, we're going to start the professionals adults. So it's going to be, so this is the cream of the cream events. Uh, We are continuing on the event till the 11th of November, till Saturday. So from tomorrow till uh, Thursdays are the eliminations. uh, And on Friday are the finals. So the finals are competing on the black belts. Who are going to get the honor black belt? There will be 12 fights in Mubadala Arena, uh, Zayed Sports in Abu Dhabi. The fights are going to start at six o'clock. And we made it at six o'clock in order to allow more audience to join. So it's going to be at uh, time. There are also uh, chances for the audience who joins the competition to win raffle prize of Ford uh, Bronco car. Which was provided for our partners, Supreme Motors and Tire, who have also worked with us to elevate the level of the uh, championship through, you know, having our Mm athletes. So all of you welcome, and uh, yourself and your colleagues are also welcome to join us. It's going to be an our honor.
0: Thank you so much uh, for your time for taking the time out. I know you have at least seven thousand things to do.
1: Exactly. <laughs> You're speaking to us. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so it's grateful. It's going to be my pleasure. I'm, my I'm pleasure so pleasure, sir. And thank you very much to, to make it and thank you for your time and thank you for allowing us to join your your, your humble show.
0: Fantastic. And there you have it, folks. What a fantastic show on Pulse95 Radio with the man himself, Mohammed Marzugi, who took the time out to speak to us about everything to do with jiu-jitsu from Abu Dhabi to the world here on Pulse95.
1: This is The Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. on, Pulse 95.
0: And there you have it, folks, on Pulse95 Radio with your boy Omar Alduri. Remember, you can catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you prefer a visual, head over to our YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and we are there. Just getting a chance to speak to Mohammed El about everything to do with our Dhabi Championship. Again, you don't realize how far... Um, We've come here as a nation, not just to compete, but to host and to provide entertainment and to do all these things that I think make the experience what it is. You know, when he spoke about the athletes, then he spoke about the families and and all the stuff they do with that. I found that super interesting. I also really enjoyed when he said, when I asked him why jujitsu and he came out and said all those things, that kind of stuff for me really makes it unique because out here in the UAE, You don't realize how sport we are here until you go abroad. Now, there's nothing wrong with abroad, but it just sets the bar so high that sometimes it's always better to expect less when you go abroad. And then you come back here and you realize these small things have been thought of. Now, he did admit that, you know, they do take feedback on and they are trying to perfect it. But after so long and after starting off with just a couple of hundred people to literally having 7,000, it is phenomenal. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Thank you very much for everyone who made it happen. Really appreciate that from Hashim to uh, obviously Muhammad al himself. himself. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Let me know 4215 at the Salat Ordu or start up into my DMs at Omar Duri on Instagram and we are there for you guys. Take care. Have a great day and I'll see you guys soon. Salam. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.